episode 80 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent, and as always, this is Jason. What's going on? Episode 80. 80 of them now. You know what that means. That stands for because we're 80% badass and 20% fuck yeah. So right. I just, just happens. That's, that's, that's our makeup and just the fact that we were, you know, at episode 80. I just thought that was a coincidence. So I thought I'd put that out there. Well, there you go. I um, mean, 80, we've done this 80 times now. That means it's time yeah. to get smooth up in you. Uh, <laughs> that is right. And we're going to get smooth up in you today. Yeah. And we're saying that because Mark Torian is here from the Bullet Boys. Yes. We've got that interview coming up here in a bit. We're going to talk all about that show. But before we do, we're going to talk about a couple other things. Yeah, why not? Let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, one of which being, we're just let's just do this. Let's just just get the music going. Yes, because everybody likes to rock, and this song rocks. Yes, this is uh, Rough Justice, yeah. straight out of Dallas, Texas. And several episodes ago, we had Scott Bond on, and he's the drummer for Rough Justice. We didn't play a track on that episode because we played a track from Death Grip, the other band he's in. So we thought it's due time that you hear some Rough Justice. Yeah, and uh, this stuff will make you smile. Yes, it will. This song is called In God We Trust. Speak your 
God We Trust from Rough Justice out of Texas. Great stuff. What do you think? Oh, man, I love this song. I, I remember, you know, when you, back before we did the interview with Scott, you forwarded me some of the stuff, and this song just jumped out right away. It's just an anthem. It's a feel-good, you know, uh, just hard rock, uh, melodic. It's got hooks. It, it's catchy, but it rocks, and it, it's it just got that, that tried and true, just feel good hard rock formula. Yeah. Yeah. Melodic, melodic hard rock and roll, just like that late eighties, early nineties stuff we loved, you know? Yeah, and definitely. It fits right in that vibe and it sounds, sounds great. The vocals are soaring and it's just a great rock and roll song. You can't say much more than that. Yes. Uh, look, look these guys up. Yeah. Ref justice. Ref is spelled R U F F. And then of course, you know how to spell justice. That's right. They're on Facebook. They're on Reverb Nation. They've got other tracks up there for you to check out. So do yourself a favor and do that. Follow them and like them and all that stuff. And then check out Death Grip as well. And they're a little bit heavier. And then you've got that episode you need to go back and check out with Scott Bond where he talks about both those bands and, of course, a ton of other stuff. It's a great episode. Definitely. Well, that song in God We Trust, you know, kind of fits, could tie into the the times that we're in now. Uh, I guess it could. As well as could Show Me a Leader from Alter Bridge. Yes. Both of these songs kind of, you know, kind of lifting your, lifting you up, you know, saying, hey, there's something more than what's going on. This is it. And this new song from Alter Bridge, you know, lyrically, of course, that's what it's after. But musically, it's after your throat. <laughs> and it's just, just badass. You know, yeah. it's just like, I've... You know, I'm admittedly a huge fan of Alter Bridge. They've never done anything I didn't like. You know, all four albums. So I assume the fifth album here is going to be just as great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I dug when this started. You know, it has that slow intro and then that kind of, you know, Tremonti guitar thing going on. Yeah. What, like they've done in several of their opening tracks and stuff. And then, but then it goes into that, that riff before it gets into the verse. And it sounds totally progressive like Queensryche or yeah. Fate's Warning or something. It's totally it's a little bit out of the box for Alter Bridge. But yeah. of course once Miles starts singing it pulls it back in, I think, to oh, what yeah, you're definitely. used to what you're used to hearing. But Yeah, when we were listening to it a minute ago you said this is a little different for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I mean I think the song I, I I don't listen to this band as much as I should. Uh you know, but I always have loved this band. I've seen them live and they're great. Uh I think this song is kind of them times 10. I mean, it's faster. It's more, uh, you know, hard rocking, uh, you know, to use a term. Um, <laughs> because they kind of seem, they always kind of have the, they're really good at the, the glisteny, clean kind of intros and, you know, just kind of mid tempo, groovy kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, this is just kind of, it's just, amps it up and and then Tremonti's guitar solo forget about it <laughs> I mean that 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 guy I mean just I beg you please don't ever ever get Creed back together ever <laughs> just do Tremonti and do Alter Bridge I mean he he was he was such an underused uh talent in Creed uh and then this is just to watch him grow as a player and just pull off this just just melting shit. It's just great. Remember when I tried to talk to him about that? Oh, 
God, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> listen to this, Trent. We were in we were in Dallas, Deep Ellum, uh, after the show, Alter Bridge and uh, Taddy Porter, and um, they were they were outside shaking hands and all that, taking pictures. Alter Bridge was, and you know, me and Trent, you know, we had we had a, a few a few drinks. Uh, Trent <laughs> might have had a lot more than a few, uh, but I probably did too. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I, it seemed like I was the one that was going, oh, no, Trent, come on, you you got to go. Yeah. But Trent went up to Mark Tremonti and was telling him, and I was I was out of earshot, but I could just tell Tremonti was just trying to be cool and be like, oh, no, that's okay, that's okay. But you were telling him, you know, that, God, what were you telling him? Do you even remember? No, yeah, I'm, I remember I asked him, I just, I had the, the liquid courage enough to just say, so, whenever you were in Creed, was it Scott Stapp or was it the record label that told you to tone it down <laughs> and dumb it down so it could just be some radio rock band? Yeah. And he's like, ah, what are you talking about? And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, come on, you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's the Alter Bridge guitar work and then there's Creed. He had some great guitar work on Creed. We know that. But it just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't going off in the same sense he was yeah. as oh, soon as yeah. One Day Remains came out. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm, and then his, his, his reaction was, no, it's just a lot of practice. And I'm like, <laughs> I was, you know, hey, that's when hey, I started waving, be. you know, that's when I think you saw me, I started waving my hands. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, looks at me like, I was oh like, shit, this dude's like, yeah, going to argue with me. I said, that doesn't even make sense because you don't go that good in six months. Yeah. You know, when I heard that opening guitar part of One Day Remains, you know, just that whole album, you know, and then, of course, Blackbird's phenomenal. Yeah, I, just... I, I had people I had to get turned out of there real quick, <laughs> you know. But uh, to his credit, you know, I wasn't a, I don't think I was an asshole about it. No, and he, and he was he, cool he, about he it. He wasn't either, you know. Yeah, so. he was cool about it. Maybe one day we'll be lucky enough to have him on the podcast yeah. and I can tell him about this. We, we, you know, we can, and apologize. Yeah, look back on it and, and then ask him the question sober. Yeah, because you still want to know, don't you? Yeah, and he might say now because it's been a long enough time. Exactly, there's enough time has passed. He can speak freely. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. Let's start talking about this Bullet Boys concert. Oh man. Yeah. So this past week, Bullet Boys came to Oklahoma City, played OKC City Limits. It was part of the uh, Max Baker birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. And he put together a show with them and several Oklahoma City and Tulsa bands, Uncle Freddy, Chasing Jenny, and Fist of Rage. And we had talked about going, but then, you know, it got close to the time, you know, we had, both of us had rough weeks, so we're just like, yeah. we might pass on this. But then we got word that we had an interview lined up with Mark Torian, so we're just like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and make it happen, and... Plus, we wanted to see Chasing Jenny we hadn't yet. And, of course, it's been a while since we've seen Fist of Rage, so it was due time. And luckily, we got in there in time to see Fist of Rage, walked in the door. And as soon as we got in, you know, they were already playing. Our friend Jason Carroll was there, and he said, man, you just missed Andy, the vocalist, stripping down to his underwear on stage. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. I wasn't like shocked or anything. I was like, okay, that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's par for the course, I think. So I guess he, I guess he came in in normal clothing and then changed clothing into an Oompa Loompa (laughs) outfit in the middle of the show. Oh, that's great. From what I could gather. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, that's awesome. But 
the band itself in true Fist of Rage fa fashion, kicked ass. Just a great live band. Solid heavy rock and roll, heavy metal. It's just great stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I, I was I was not stoked about, you know, uh, heading off to OKC Saturday night, you know. Uh, I've been moving. I've had issues with, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just a rough, like you said, a rough week. I just want to chill out and have a beer and sit on my ass all night. Uh, but, you know, we sucked it up. And, you know, the minute we got in there and we saw Tony Proctor and we talked to Jason Carroll and, uh, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, it just all went away because the music hit and, you know, it was just a good time. And uh, Fist of Rage, I've got to say, you know, they they sound so good and they have, you know, they've got a presence uh, to where you feel like you're watching a little bit more than a local band, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of the same when you see Severmind or Driver, uh, you know, or Smoke Offering, you know, there's something going on here. Uh, so, I mean, it was just, uh, it was just a treat. And, uh, they were, they were just as good as I remembered from when we saw them with John Karabi. Right. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm glad we got to see the bulk of their set for sure. And Vernon gave us a shout out yes. to the stage, which was cool. Yeah. And all four of them are great people and we had fun, you know talking with them and hanging out and getting drunk with them all night it was it was awesome yeah yeah that was the thing after they were done as soon as they were done andy and josh came over and talked to us yeah and then throughout the night we talked to paulette vernon and andy and josh again you know oh, so it's yeah. just cool to just hang out with them through like you said throughout the night yeah it's just part of the the experience that yeah, made your definitely. night better than you thought it would be that's right it did it did yeah. it did i'm glad it all happened but yeah, like I said, we walked in there and talked to Tony Proctor for a couple minutes, and then we saw Eric Smith, who uh, did our made our T-shirts, by the way. Yes. Did screen printing. Talked to him for a while. All hail. We ran into Andy from Archon. Of course. And hung out with him throughout the night. Yeah. And then, of course, Jason and his wife Jennifer were there. Ed and Deanna, friends of ours, were there. And it's just, we met Allison Chains from the... Let me say that so you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Allison Chains. I didn't say we met Jerry Cantrell. We, she's a DJ on the cat. If I say it too fast, you know, people get confused and yeah. think they could have saw Allison Chains at the <laughs> at a club. But anyway, we met her. That was cool. And but anyway, then we saw Chasing Jenny. Great, you know, just great stage stage presence. She's got a phenomenal voice. It just, she's just one of those people that's just built for the built for the stage and that microphone oh definitely i mean she wells and she kicks ass and talked to us after as well and said they've got new music coming here soon and they're going to be opening for jackal as well yeah so that's definitely a band i think to look out for just you know a great hard rock sound and, yeah of course and then we saw uncle freddie and i didn't know really know anything about him i'd seen the name before Neither did i yeah uh... and they were a cover band which is fine but then it shocked me. I walked on the stage and you said, uh, did you see he was on the stage? And I was like, no, because I was like talking to someone. I looked over <laughs> and it was Rev Jones. That's right. And if you don't know Rev Jones, shame on you. Yes. In the first place. Because this is not, I'm not exaggerating. I know I exaggerate a lot and say badass, amazing, one of the best, all this about a lot of things. But this truly is one of the best bass players that you will ever see. Yeah. I mean, he's one of rock and roll's best kept secrets in a way, or just yeah. like one of the hidden... 
you know, kind of like a hidden gun. And, you know, he's from Oklahoma City, and uh, he lives here, but he plays with Leslie West and Mountain. He plays with Steelheart. He plays with Michael Schenker. I mean, and... Uh, I mean, think of that, what you just said. He I played, know, he, I know, dude. He plays bass with one of the greatest guitarists exactly in hard rock history. That's he right. plays bass with one of the greatest vocalists in Steelheart in hard rock yeah. history. You know, Mountain, Leslie West, that's legendary. One of the most iconic songs yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this... You don't just get like, oh, let's pick a random bass player to do that. You're in those situations because you're that damn good. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we got to meet him. Yeah, and he he plays around in Oklahoma City a lot. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys that's just active. Music is his life. And he, yeah. I've seen him in other bands. We saw him in a Skid Row tribute band once. Yeah. And, you know, he's up there, you know, over the top. Oh, I don't yeah, even yeah. know how to explain it. You yeah, know I mean, it, it's like... Uh, you know, Billy Sheehan and Les Claypool and Cliff Burton and, you know, Stu Ham all rolled into one or something. It's nuts. Yeah. You know, but here's something. Wouldn't have been crazy if you wore your Rev Jones shirt that night? Yeah, just randomly. You would have looked like the ultimate fanboy. Like, <laughs> you probably would have ran away thinking you were a stalker or something. That's true, yeah. <laughs> well, the the band itself, they you know, they played a, an extreme diverse set of covers. Yeah. You know, like, I can't... I'm drawing a blank, but I remember Brother Kane at one point, which yeah. was cool. You don't ever hear that in a cover set, you know, and just all kinds of stuff. And they sounded good. So check them out if you ever get the chance in Oklahoma City. But like you said, after this was later on that night when we were walking around with Andy, you know, and he introduced us to Rev Jones. And mm -hmm. we'd met him before. I think, remember, we met him at that one yeah. show at the at casino in. Uh, yeah, like way out there. Clinton. Clinton, yeah. It was, it was like, like Warren Rat and Dawkins or some something yeah, like and that. Stephen yeah, Stephen Piercy, I think, or Rat, yeah. maybe. But yeah, Rat, yeah. Anyway, yeah, and he introduced us and you know told him what we did, and we talked to him, and he said that he'd love to be on here. So hopefully that happens down the yes, line. Yes, definitely. That'd be quite an honor, I believe. And then Andy introduced us to Timmy Braun, the drummer from Texas Hippie Coalition, which just. Kind of seemed random to me that he was there, but he said he lives in Oklahoma City as well, so he was out there hanging out. And, and there he was. He was a great dude. You know, we talked to him for a few minutes, and so it was cool to, you know, just all this stuff went on, you know, in just a short span of time. Yeah, it was you know? crazy, yeah. And all this before the Bullet Boys even hit the stage. <laughs> I know, you know, I know, and kind of thanks to Andy for all of that, because, uh, you know, he was the one that led us around and said, okay, you guys need to meet these guys, these guys, these guys. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. And he's one of those type of people that just introduce you to any random person. You yes. Know, and say, here, check these guys out. So we're, <laughs> we're thankful to his for his promotion. Oh, uh, big time. As you know, or you heard on our last episode or a couple of episodes, we're big fans of Archon. So. Yeah, yeah, we love that fucking band. And they're opening for Death Angel September 6th in Oklahoma City at 89th Street Collective. That, my friends, is amazing. Death Angel in a small little club. Yeah. With Archon opening, you can't ask for more if you love metal. Yeah, I know. You better go. Yes. Okay, so then the Bullet Boys hit the stage. And I just got to say, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't even know how to say this, but you, you hear so many vocalists from that era mm -hmm. that had amazing voices, and they sound okay now. You know, you got guys like, you know, Millie from Stillheart that still sound like they did. There's guys yeah. like Rob Halford and Bruce Dickinson that kept care of their voice. Yeah. You know, but a lot of those guys, they drop off a little and they still sound good live, but they're yeah. not, you know, they're not like Vince Neil or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but then you got Mark Torian who just, 
He sounds as good as he did on record in 1988. Yeah, I mean, top of his game. I mean, this guy's voice is, I mean, it, it's it's just jam packed with soul. Yeah, and he hasn't he hasn't lost a, a he hasn't lost it at all. It still sounds insane. Yeah, and it's another thing is this new album Elefante is just so. It's just rock and roll. You yeah, know? it's not. You know, there's nothing against glam because I love glam. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that's what I. That's my go-to yeah. forever. You know, yeah. but it's just this isn't glam. You know, it's just and even their their early stuff. You know, they always kind of got lumped into that. But they're one of those bands that had a little more diversity to them. You know, and he, you hear that on this new album, and you know he talks about it. You know, he's real into funk and grew up with the Motown and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's the other thing is a lot of people don't know. All the stuff that Mark was involved in before the Bullet Boys, yeah, which is, you know, he was on. He had a song on the Rocky Four soundtrack, which I wanted to talk to him about, but we ran out of time. Yeah. And then he was, uh, he was in Rat for like a That's year, right? Yeah, for like a year before they, before they signed a deal. So way back in like eighty, eighty one, yeah. sometime around there, he was a guitarist. And then he also tried out for to take Randy Rhodes' spot in Ozzy's yeah. band. And apparently, you know, I read a story a while back where apparently he was right there and they about went with him, but then I guess they decided he was too young at that point. Yeah. So that's when they went with Bernie instead before they ended up with Jakey Lee. But, so just crazy to think that, <laughs> you know, I mean, most people just think of Bull Boys and they think of Smooth Up In You and For The Love Of Money and that's where it ends, but there's so much history A lot here. more to this guy, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I didn't know about the whole Ozzy thing. I was impressed and... You know, and he showed it off too because uh, he could play the fuck out of that guitar. I mean, yeah. and you know when we saw him, so that I mean that was a lot of layers to this guy. Yeah, and just like we said, great guitar work, vocal wise, live. It's just something that you got to check out if they come to your town. And unlike a lot of these bands, you know, from that era, you know they'll do fly-in dates. You know, play Friday, Saturdays every once in a while, and that's it. But Bull Boys right now. That date was like the second or third show of this tour that's like a month and a half long that they're just, it's a full-on 30-date yep. 30, 30 tour or something yep, like that. they're hitting it. They're so hitting they're it. Out there doing it right, and it's ending in Guam like he talks about. Yeah. So that's cool stuff. So definitely check them out if you get the chance. Yeah, for sure. So let's quit talking. Let's just get into this. Yeah, definitely. Mark Torian from the Bullet Boys. Thank you for coming down too. I appreciate yeah, no, no it. Problem, Thank you for no problem. taking us so, out. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, this is Max Baker's birthday. Talk about you know you said you knew him for a while. You've known him for a while. I've known Max for years, yeah. man. He's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, Max Baker, dude. Yeah, no, he's he's a great guy, hard worker, really believes in you know uh, cats from uh, you know all scene, and you know he's been a good friend to us for a long time and very very supportive. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love him to death. He's awesome. <laughs> So is this the first time you ever played a show where uh, a midget lit himself on fire? Oh my gosh, that was so badass. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? They go, fucking, um, C-Max going, dude, dude, come here, come here. And I'm going, no, 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 dude. I was like, and, and it's curiosity. is like, 
Are you kidding me, yeah. little evil Knievel? Yeah. He was bad. It was he, he started headbanging while it was going off. Dude. It was so <laughs> rad, I know. But I was wondering if you could start shooting at people. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so great, dude. That was rad. Hell yeah. Well, so Elefante's been out now over a year. And I know yes. that, you know, in the past year I've read tons of stuff. It's got all kinds of critical acclaim. And oh, thank you so much. I just wondered what you thought... That means a lot. Thank you. We worked really, really hard on this record. Well, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of bands from the 80s, 90s era. Yes. Unless they're like real massive, you know, kind of get overlooked these days. So it's like, what do you think, what what do you attribute that to, the fact that this has got a lot of positive attention from the press and that kind of thing? Uh, That we're very, very blessed. And I do mean that. We we got a lot of faith, this band, um, to be able to... um, put something together uh, a body of work like Calafonte is a very difficult thing to do um, because I think I'm a songsmith you know I'm a, I, I love to write I write constantly you know I'm always writing constantly music whether it be rock funk jazz what, what have you you know I'm, I love to write music so we really believe in the purpose of writing new music for our fans is a great way to let people know that you're not going to go away anytime soon. Whether the album's good and you like it or it's you know not that great, you know we we I don't think we always really work really hard on our body of work. So we're just very very blessed, man. We worked really hard and to receive the accolades that we received, we uh, top top three on CMJ national radio charts last uh, radio and rock charts last year. Uh, we got amazing reviews in Rolling Stone. Every, every, I mean, everywhere it was just, it was, it was pretty emotional for for me, yeah. you know, because you kind of go like, wow, you know, someone's actually really, you know, they're really listening to it. Because I think um, I've taken a lot of heat in the past. I, I don't know why, but um, for carrying on and doing what we're doing and reinventing um, and rebranding the band um, takes a lot of. Uh, Chutzpah, you know, and it takes it takes a lot of people telling you and making fun of you and bullying you not to do it, uh, to stand up and just stand and say I'm going to do this whether people don't like it or not, and to you know and for it's basically I'm doing this for for the fans, you know, and for our our family and their friends, family, fans. To me, we all encompass it all together. Yeah. So there's always a warm feeling. Our our band has always been like we've had a, always had a a cult following. So we're a very culty band. Um, we have uh, we have big hearts. Uh, we're more of a barbecue rock and roll band. We're all about that, you know, coldies and barbecues yeah. and hot girls and you know guys having a great time. You know, loud cars, motorcycles, punk rock, all that funk. We're just we it, we come from Los Angeles, so kind of that's how I grew up with all different kinds of amazing musics. Yeah. But going back to your point, yes, we're we're it's not lucky. I, I can't say luck. We're just blessed. You know, we've got some really great people behind us right now, um, and we're that man. Just that we got even recognized for that record was uh, just a blessing. And I, I people go, man, what do you mean by that? I just mean, dude, you just. You can't, it's not luck, it's just something that magical that happens, you know, you put together something and from top to bottom and you're going like, oh my gosh, this is, wow, and we're looking at each other like, are you kidding me, <laughs> you know, it's really turning out good, uh, 
So, and the fans that really got behind it, that's what mattered the most to, to us. We, the heart behind it was great. I read an interview you did before the album came out. You said that the villain was your favorite track. Is that still stand true? This. Now that it's out, you. I know. I gotta. I gotta go back. I'm kind of like, oh no! I gotta eat my words. Um. I really, my my heart's really into symphony. That to me is the track on the to, like the track on the record that really, uh, really moved people. Um, I get uh, constant messages and emails and how that song has made people really. Uh, when they've been having horrible days or they're in a really bad place in their life that it really brought them and uplifted them because they know that I've been through those things too so when I'm writing about these things you know I don't like to be too um, preachy in songs I, I, I like to paint broader strokes and be more poetic with the lyrics and for people to for not for me to tell you what the song's about but for where, what you feel it's about which are where it pulls your heartstrings, but that's the song that um, that for us, like we just, you know, it's one of those songs that we go, oh man, this is, you know, that's it's like a Superman song. You yeah. Know? Yep. I'll tell you from my standpoint, the first time I listened to the album, and I got to that track, it was third track, I hit repeat like twice before I went to the fourth track. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those tunes, you know. It's like you know, you go, wow, you know, it's just. I, you know, it's very—it was really an emotional song for me. I really want to go on what it's about, but it's something that we're all people just have to have. Uh, just don't lose that belief in even if you've gone through awful things in your life or things are going on. Don't lose that hope. There's there's still hope there, and there's people that are there for you. You just need to gravitate to them, and sometimes just really humble yourself, man. I've been through so much fucking shit in my my personal life that 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 I'm even around. It's just, it's just like unbelievable. Just you know, God has me around for a certain reason, and I want to bring the reason to bring a lot of love and and uh, to people and uh, listen to their stories. Yeah. You know, especially love, man. We need a lot of love in this country, y'all, right now, man. Yeah, we do. It's just, I see stuff and it just breaks my heart, man. You know, the people trying to divide us in races, and divide us socially and economically, and. You know, this, we, we're better than that as Americans. I bleed red, white, and blue, you guys. That's all I do, man. I support our troops so much. We're going to Guam, man, and we're playing for our, for our military, man. I can't that's wait great. to go. Yeah. So anybody that's listening out there, Marines, hoorah, we're coming out there to Guam, <laughs> and we're going to tear it up, and we're going to play some serious great rock and roll for you guys. So oh, yeah. it's coming up soon in October, man. Nice. nice. Yeah, we really support all of our branches of our military. Yeah. It's uh, really important to there's really take care of us and they keep us safe, man. Yeah, I mean, have, have you played with Have you played foreign before? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, many times. Cool. cool. Uh, we've been to Fort, uh, Fort Bragg, Fort Hood, uh, visited with our with our military brothers and sisters, and they're just so awesome. Yeah. Man, these young young badasses, man, 19, 20 year old badasses, girls and guys. Yeah. They just bad. It just. It just it just makes you tear up sometimes because you're going like, man, I just want to thank you for keeping me safe. Anytime, even when we're in the airports, we see military, we stop. We put our stuff down and we say thank you. Yeah. Right. Anytime, man. Yeah, and I definitely. wish more people would do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, yeah, for sure. It's just so those guys are so rad. I'm sorry, I went off a tangent no, on you're that. You're good. No. You're good. But I, <laughs> that's we're, that's one of our you know really one of the people that we back and yeah. we back the homeless and we back a lot of uh, animal shelters and. People that don't really are 
basically feel like they're from the island of the misfit toys like <laughs> I always do you know and people that need some you know some just you know some brotherhood and some sisterhood to yeah. be there you know yeah. I think yeah, we need to do that stuff. more man yeah, and I'm not trying to be you know it, <laughs> it's just like that's what I think of my feelings we, we need yeah. that more especially right now yeah. stuff's getting kind of crazy man yeah yeah it is getting really crazy all over yeah, the place it seems like if everybody just had common sense everything would be cool yes sir <laughs> I know yeah it's hard common, common sense is difficult these days right, right? Yeah. It's, you think you know you go what <laughs> come on he, he did that what exactly I know man exactly. it's just I think people are in a crossroads with their lives everybody in the world right now and it's a struggle to, between really fighting evil with love and it's hard to fight evil with love yeah it's just so difficult but if you can lead with love and forgiveness it will it helps you inside man yeah. I've had people do some awful things to me and you don't want to forgive them but as soon as you let that go and you forgive it's all good all good yeah, yeah. It, it seems like people fight like you said fight evil with like more evil yeah it doesn't man seem to work it, yeah. Enough's enough already. Yeah. It was, we, we, we're all here on this planet. All of us. We're, we're not We're not black, white, yellow, green, brown. We're human beings. That's right, yeah. We're human yeah. beings. We're here on this earth. All of us. All over the place. All yeah. over the world. No matter who you are. No matter what religion you are. No matter what faith you are. It's all one God, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. But <laughs> no one... The common sense. <laughs> Right? Yeah. How many, before eons ago, before we were even uh, our breaths in the, in the universe, there's been this constant religious fight. Yeah. It's people that got to stop and say, you know what? Forget religion. Forget what you are. How would I just love you because you're a brother and yeah. we're here? Yeah. You know, we're all here. We only, only have a little bit of time. Like this yeah. tiny bit of time to be on this, on this planet. Yep. You know? be cool. And hey, man, back in the day, yeah, I did my drinking, yeah, I did my drugs, yeah, I did my things. I did it really hard. I did it hardcore. But something stopped me. And I was able to go, man, this can't be the way it's supposed to be. You know, it's got, there's got to be something else, man. You know, and that's what we try to do right now. I have one right here for you, darling. Absolutely. We're doing an interview, but come on now. She, she, she. We've oh, hi guys. Before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Come on. Not me. Oh, I'm interrupting. This is Paul at Fist of Rage, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Here we go. Yes. Hi, Paul. Hi. It's nice to you? meet you. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm good. Sure. Did you have a good time? Man? I did. Did awesome. you? Oh, we had a rad time. It was did fun. Did you? Hell yeah. yeah. Did you get to catch any of the bands before you? You know what? We were, we were pressed on time. And we got here at about eight o'clock. Yeah. So we had to go to the hotel and. Yes. Yeah, and, and then, then too. Yeah. Hey, Chad played on my uh, my uh, bass cab and my. Yeah. That was pretty cool tonight. That's pretty rad. I like it. <laughs> it the shit fucking out of dope. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, he's clipping. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Mr. No, Bridge, y'all. Watch out! Watch out for them. Right. I so did not see this happening. I just stumbled over. <laughs> no, you guys are punk rock was rad. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's very cool, man. 
And look at that fist of rage. I would love I'm, for us to come follow you. And, I'm in. Like, come open on. every time. Hey, follow us on whatever. Hey. Just we'll be friends. No, I just mean like uh, our band opens for you every time. Well, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on, let's bring do it. This. Hell yeah, we're we're ready. Let's do I'm it. Ready. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm gonna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, so okay, see. Yeah. So okay, <laughs> so great. moving on. Now, um, yes. Uh, you know, uh, we were listening to Elephant down the web. And, mm. You know, your voice is just badass. I mean, oh, thank you. Over the years, you how have so you managed to keep it just you know in shape and, and keep it going? You're really I well, think really this is what I attribute to yeah. working out. Okay. I run I run uh, three to four miles a day, five days, six days out of the week. Uh, make myself. I, I try to eat healthy, um, but I don't drink alcohol. I haven't drank uh, a stitch of alcohol or any type of drug in many, many years. So I'm a sober guy, and yeah. I think that helps a lot, you know, it keeps it strong. But um, it, it, I don't know. I, I think I just, uh, God keeps on blessing me, and he keeps on giving me my voice, dude. It's all all, all the grace to God, dude, yeah. not to me. Yeah, gotcha. Well, it's working. It's working. Thank you, man. <laughs> For do you sure. Do, do you warm up or how do you yes. do four shows? Yes. I have a little warm-up routine. Uh, it's, it's very short. A um, couple, like two, three minutes. It's not really that long. Okay. But just to get the vocals uh, going. Uh, I have to give a shout-out to Nathan Lamb at Stephen Weiss Temple out in, uh, out in Los Angeles. He's the one that... Uh, Help me with these exercises, and I have to give uh, Cantor Lamb all the credit for the um, the exercises that he get, has given me to preserve my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sometimes it's it's pretty. You know, sometimes I'll warm up for a short time. Other times I'll warm up like a little bit longer. It all depends where I and if you know where I'm at in that yeah. little thing. It's yeah. just this weird little warm up routine, but it works, man. Yeah. Well, if you put any thought into I know it's only been a year but the next album or is that just kind of something you'll yeah we um, we're getting ready to go in and lay down our record in November for uh, we're very very uh, very humbled and very excited we signed a um, signed a two album record deal with Frontiers Universal and uh, we're thank you Frontiers we love you so much thank you for having faith in this band Um, we're going to put out something Really extraordinary, like next year. Um, this record's going to be um, pushing the envelope a bit in a different way. I think there's a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy music right now, and it all sounds the same to me. Um, and there's some great bands, and I love a lot of these bands. But um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. This is this is all in love and respect because I I, I love so many of those bands that that do what they do, but. there's got to be something else there's got to be it just got to be something else it's too much of the same thing you know I'd like to see some of these guys do something diversified like you know when I uh, uh, for instance like uh, when uh, I just love Corey Taylor by the way shout out to Corey Taylor and and Slipknot those fools are so sick and dope I saw them do uh, a Ricky Martin song (laughs) and they did uh, uh, Vida Loca And it sounded fucking sick. I was like, well, it's out. He's living the vida loca. I was like, oh, shit. And Corey can sing, man. Yeah. That fool can, he can sing. 
Yeah. I've heard him. He can sing. <laughs> He's got a great voice. But uh, when bands step out and they do that kind of stuff, it's so badass. It's just like, wow. You know, it's like, yeah. so I like to see my favorite bands when they step out and do something just completely, you know, to the left. It's like, and they, you know, they're, they're not scared. They just go there. It's just like, yeah, it's so dope. It's so cool. Yeah. So this record, yeah, it's, we're going to go there with some crazy shit, man. We're, this is going to be very, um, really pulling on the, on my hardcore funk roots, R&B, punk rock. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a really, you know, smashing record of some really hard grooves and, Sweet. you know, some really cool things. I'm actually putting, uh, a couple songs actually that have, uh, violins and cellos and, it's gonna, we're going to be delving into some other waters, and I'm really excited about it because uh, it's challenging, and I, I want us to be challenged when we're writing music, and, and it, but I want it to, to, to not be too, um, I say muso, you know, it's all over the place. It's like, it's, I, I like simplify, simple, you know, less is more to me, yeah. you know, um, lyrics are so essential and just just outright the most important thing to me, you know, really going over those lyrics and making sure that you're saying something, whatever, regardless what that is, you know, but something that's, maybe that's a little bit different than what somebody else said, twisting it a bit, you know, <laughs> everybody said everything already, so just try to do that and just try to be your own, you know. So is it, in, is it entirely written already? Yes. Other than I have a couple of songs that I'm just writing right now that I'm going, oh no, you know, you just like go, what are we doing? So I always bounce them off to guys, and you know, we work on stuff. Nick, had, like, Nick came up with something the other day, and I go, what's that? You know, we're in rehearsal, going, I know, I know. So no, 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 let me, let me, let me, we can't do this right now. We're, we're, we're rehearsing. It's like, oh, he does it to me all the time. He plays these riffs, and it sounds really fun. Like, yeah, what's that? He goes, no, 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 not right now. It's like. He teases me. It's not fair. <laughs> but yeah, Nikki and Chad have some stuff, and we're going to be working on some stuff. The Chad and Nikki are just great writers, man. Just great writers, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to jumping into that, into those waters also. The last time I saw you live before tonight was at Rock in America. Yeah. I saw you at Rocklahoma as well. Yes. Um, and I know you guys have played a lot of these festivals. And... Well, we hang out. We're going to talk later. Okay. Awesome. You have great energy. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you guys have played a lot of these different festivals and yes. I think a couple of the cruises, right? No, we, okay. we um we have never been invited to play a cruise. Oh wow. And I my band is not really you know, it's I don't know, man, it's just I it's just very strange for me. I, I don't really I, I think it's really cool and you know, God bless the bands that do it and I, I would love to probably be invited but I don't know if it's the right thing for our band. We're we're moving on from that from that whole thing and yeah. we're doing yeah. different things and I you know, I I never try to look in the rearview mirror quite often and I don't like walking backwards. I like walking forwards. So you know yeah. and the, I think there's a cruise going on and I see a bunch of bands on it but um, you know, I'm a land lover, man. <laughs> you know, I like to, you know, I like to play punk rock bars. Yeah. Fuck, you yeah. know, I like to just be here and playing. You know, I don't, when I want to go on a cruise, I want to go and relax. Yeah, right. You know, and just chill. I, you know, just performing and 
No, wow. If it was just like a cruise to just go hang out and we could just all hang out and get up and jam, like, that would be yeah. rad to me. <laughs> like all the different bands just get up and go, what song do you know? I don't know. What do you know? Oh, I know this song. Okay, let's do it. Now, that would be cool to yeah, me. Yeah. Like the Monsters of Rock jam cruise. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and you got Slayer and then you got Tom Kiefer and you know what I'm saying? It's like, why? Tom Mariah, Tom Kiefer. Uh, you know, I'd be standing right there in front going, what? <laughs> Holy, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be fun, you know? It's yeah. like, fuck. That, yeah, that reminds me of the Metal Allegiance with Billy Sheehan jamming on Slayer. You know, that's, man, <laughs> that's we were, awesome. <laughs> man, we were just listening to Motorhead all the way up here, you guys. Yeah. Mickey D, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we saw him with Scorpions. So did I. He fucking put us on the guest list. I love you, Mickey D. (laughs) I fucking love you. That's my brother. Thank you for hooking us up, bro. All the love to you. Hell yeah. You're kicking ass in the Scorpions too, bro. Yeah, Sounds ridiculous. (laughs) His drum solo was just ungodly. Yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I stood there, and I usually don't, but me and my girl, Drew, were sitting there, and our moths were hanging open. Yeah. She goes, Mickey's like, fuck. <laughs> he was off the chain, man. That's killer. That's he great. sounds amazing in the Scorpions, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Klaus did, and the guys. Yeah, he did such well, a good we job. We were able to. We were really. Um, we I received an award at the for the uh, Vegas Rock Awards. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were able to get up and play in front of uh, Twisted Sister and Scorpions and stuff. And that's insane. they all came back and they're going, "Oh my gosh, you guys were like you." Stole the show, my God! I had no idea. <laughs> Talking to Klaus and Rudolph, they were just so sweet, man. Just great people, indeed. Just so awesome, man. Dee Snyder just rules, man. Yeah, he does. He's so badass, and he was so kind, and just really just cool. And talked to JJ French for a long time. Shout out to JJ! Wow, a- amazing human. Yeah. Just an amazing, brilliant cat. Yeah. Really sweet guy, man. He talked to me for quite a while, actually, and I was. Um, really blessed to be in that conversation because it's just going like, wow this is like wow <laughs> you know it's really really cool yeah. all those cats man really great hung out with Mickey D partying awesome. it's killer <laughs> and yeah, I saw the video where Scorpions and Twist Sister in the front row is that like intimidating yeah. at all or oh, no. do you just kind of look past it and no. don't think about it while you're up there no those are no I don't ever no I I've been doing it this for so long since I was seven yeah. it doesn't yeah. <laughs> I, maybe if you put uh, <coughs> intimidating to me would be like sitting down and playing in front of Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That would be intimidating to me. <laughs> and where you just go, where you just want to just do, do do everything that you can. You know, our cats on. You know, not that they're not on that level, but like it. Everybody's. I don't know. We played in front of so many people. I I just wanted to play the best that I possibly could for them. Yeah. You know, and for the audience, you know, it was this magical moment, and we had a great time, man. So much fun, and we were honored to get an award. Sally Steele rules. Shout out to Sally, everybody in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been, like I said, been doing this for a long time, and you came from an era where you had to get out there and put up flyers, and everything was word of mouth or yep. radio promotion. It's like nowadays you know, bands can use the internet and everything, but yeah. like what would be your advice for an up and coming band to, to do, to get themselves, to promote themselves, right? Start off and get in a garage and play really loud rock and roll music and punk rock music and play and play and play and play. Get a group of guys that you can eat, drink and sleep with. 
no problem, be brothers and write great music, man, you know, and then go out and really believe and promote it with your friends first. Start with your friends. Yeah. Get your friends involved in what you're doing and what you're playing and what you're saying, you know. Get your family involved. Get mom, dad. My mom still comes to shows. My, my mom and dad, God bless them. Man, they're the best, man. My dad, my mom just turned 82. She's amazing. She's a, such a strong woman, but my mom and dad, uh, my father's 85, strong man, just big heart, just God-loving man. And they still come to shows. My dad played with Stan Kenton's orchestra. My mother sang in all kinds of... I come from a very musical background. For them to still come, bands out there, get your mom and dad, sisters, brothers, uncles. Get them out there. Let them help you. And then go full on on social media. Be a part of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Vine, Snapchat, anything that you could that you can promote and talk to people and get them into your music that's the that's the way of, of, the, of the now and in the future anything that you can promote yourself that way and and uh, get yourself out there talk to your fans uh, talk to people on Twitter I, you know I see people uh, I was like I gotta say this again I, um, the antidotes and uh, some of the amazing um, uh, how would you say um just things that Corey Taylor writes to some of his fans, you know, they'll ask him questions and stuff, and he's always so poignant and loving and cool, but yeah. always hard, you know, like, no, oh, no, don't do that, fucking blah, 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 they're not out, you know, be close with your family, you know, there's always those, I listen to advice, and I gotta give the same kind of advice, be close to your family, you only have one family, so bands that are out there, get your people, your family involved in what you're doing, and just Get in the garage. You don't have to be in a recording studio and think about all. Just play a song, and then when you guys write a song, and you guys all look at each other and go, "Wow, that's dope!" You know, yeah. that shit's dope. Fuck, we got to do that again. You know, and you get all you go get into, it, and then write more songs. And you know, we need some groups out there to bring back. You know, some young cats out there to bring back this rock and roll music, man. Yeah. <laughs> Adding whatever needs to be added into it. Hip-hop, R&B, punk, whatever, jazz, ethereal, dance. You know, do your own thing. Get your own mix going on. But those guitars, man. We yeah. need some people playing guitars, man. Yeah. Yeah. That means some guitar badasses. <laughs> and I'm not talking about that fiddle-faddle. I'm talking about fucking, you know, I'm talking about Zach Wilde and that cat's like, yeah. yeah. You know, that can fucking, uh, look and, and fucking, you can sing and maybe sing, you know, and sing a ballad and have heart, and, yeah. you know, but still can fucking throw down ugly. Yeah. Like what we did tonight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So, so but, how old were you when you wrote your first song? Do you remember? Uh, say, well, 15? Yeah, okay. I about 15, 14 around there. Yeah. What were you doing at the age of seven? Uh, basically playing guitar and being in studios. And okay. Yeah, well, I first started, um, ooh, there she is. No. Please. No way, dude. I'm like, <laughs> really? Every, my brother wants me to sign his martial amp that I played on tonight, just so. <laughs> dude, you sure? Yeah. Please. Okay. But I'm sorry, I forgot the question. I'm, I apologize. Um, what were we talking about? Or just what you were doing at age of seven? Oh yeah, just singing. Uh, my parents would take me in the studios to sing. I would sing with my 
My mom used to have me out, you know, between 7 and 10, 11, out there. She would do uh, performances uh, at different, uh, different schools in the LA City School District. And she would get up and sing, and she would have me come up with my acoustic guitar and sing songs. And, you know, just started off like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, started playing. And um, we've always been a really musical family, so we've, we've always been performing, like, wherever, local, you know, schools or here and there when we were growing up. So, yeah, that's basically how I started. I've always been singing, always been playing, and that's what I've been doing my whole life. Yeah, awesome. Well, do you want to do that? Or yes. <laughs> yes. That's bad. There you go, my friend. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> so don't smudge, right? <laughs> wow, dude. Very cool. Thank you for lending me your equipment, my brother. No problem. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, no, you should keep those settings. No, it sounded pretty rad like that. <laughs> hey, Nikki, all my shit's on that bus. I have my phone on there, all kinds of stuff. Tell. Oh my god, that's my shit. Like I have okay. I think I got to wrap it up. Hell yeah, okay. no problem. Yes, well, thanks for your time. time, man. Thank you so yeah. much, you guys, yeah, for coming out, it. man. Yeah. Hey, and everybody, we're gonna be doing a. Is that still on? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look out for our new record. I can't tell you the title because I promised everybody <laughs> I wouldn't. But it's gonna be rad, and that's um, gonna. Here we go. I can't. <laughs> thanks, guys, so much, cool. man. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Yeah. For sure. There you go, Mark Torian from the Bullet Boys. Very cool. Just a great dude. Amazing to talk to. Very thankful to him for taking the time. Thankful to Drew from Blue Sparrow Entertainment for setting that whole thing up. Thanks to Jerry Rizzo for uh, the tour manager for setting that all up on the site. And uh, he was in contact with us throughout the day as well. Yeah. He's a great guy. We talked to him for a little bit before. Oh, yeah, as for well. sure. And I forgot the dog's name, but Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. They had their, his service dog was out there, and he's like, I guess they said he's the van dog. That's that awesome. awesome. And then thanks to Max Baker for putting on a great, cool show. And Tony Proctor, of course, for yep. always being it, a part of this awesome scene that he's a part of. And it was Max Baker's birthday. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, thanks to Paulette Oss from Fist of Rage for, uh, you know, coming in on the in interview there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, she just kind of dive-bombed her way into it, and that was okay. And like she said later that she didn't realize what she was doing, but hey, that's cool. Yeah. That makes well, it even better. That's right. And let's be honest, she can crash whatever, anything we're doing at any time she wants. There you go. I, I'll say it right now. It's on record. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> uh, you know, thanks to Mark Torian. I mean, just such a welcoming, positive guy. Uh, it, it was so fun and so cool. And uh, it's just, it's, you know, good when you meet these guys and they're just genuine, you know, just badasses. So that was awesome. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, we've done enough of these now that, you know, you'll do one, you walk away from it feeling good because it just, the interview went great or, yeah. you know, you met someone that you love their music or whatever. But this, you just walked away feeling good just because, like you said, he was so positive and you just, yeah. you know, it was late when we left there, like 2.30 in the morning. And I still, you know, I felt like wide awake because yeah, exactly. he was such a, just such a bright, positive person. And, and you know what? That comes back around to what we said earlier about all the bad stuff going on yeah you know be cool be positive spread some good vibes and they will carry on to other people which will carry on to other people and so on and so forth and like he talked about in that interview exactly exactly <laughs> well 
of course, like we said, thank you, Mark and Bullet Boys and everyone involved. And if you're listening to this for the first time, we're at thethunderunderground.com. And we've had interviews with guys from Warrant and Europe and Frank Hannon Band who fall in the line with this. And we've got Mark Gus Scott from Trickster coming up this yes, next week. That's right. That's going to be a good one for you guys to check out. We've had stuff with guys from Sid Falk, from Overkill, Chris Broderick, um, guys from Drowning Pool and Soil and Insight, Battlecross. Crowbar. Yep. Yeah. Scattered Hamlet. Murder, Murder FM. Yeah. There's a, a long list. There's 79 other episodes at soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. And we're on Facebook. Facebook is backslash the thunder underground, all one word. Like us on there and follow us. That's where everything goes first before it even goes to the website usually. That's so. right. And and we've got koozies and t-shirts for sale. Uh, Kirk Winstein from Crowbar wore a Thunder Underground t-shirt, so you should too. Oh, yes, he did. That's right. Yeah, we're we're slowly growing in our, our base, you know. I know Mike Starkey from Scream Red Mutinies wore one on stage. That's right. Travesty from uh, w. The Devil Door. Doors wore one on stage. That's right. Um, Jenny from Chasing Jenny that we talked about earlier said if I send her one, she'll wear it. That's right. You so know, we, we have had to do Valerie, that. Miss Rockloma 2015 wearing one. Exactly. And we've got all kinds of other awesome friends and fans that have worn as well. Yes, and thank you to everybody for listening. Yes. And also, I just wanted to say that uh, I've said definitely a lot during this episode. And so you could turn it into a drinking game. Whenever I say definitely, take a drink and you will be fuck hammered by the end of the episode. Is that in place of fuck? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. You know, when we started, I used to say you know a lot, which I just yeah. said you know. But now it's definitely. So you should definitely turn it into a drinking game. I noticed I say and a lot, like when I'm between sentences. So. And and well, we yeah. would both do that. Yeah. But hey, you know, <laughs> well, fuck it. It's all good. Yeah. Well, there you go. Tell us how drunk you got from, from Jason's drinking game. Exactly. And I'll be happy. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, coming up soon, uh, Mark Gus Scott from Trickster, and we've got some other things lined up for you as well, so be on the lookout. Till next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground.